Hello and welcome to Tea for Two Dominants. I'm Miss Sugar Spice. And I'm Exacting One. We encourage you to make yourself a cup of tea, relax and listen to a very kinky conversation. Well, hello, kinksters and perverts, and welcome to another kinky podcast where myself and exacting one will discuss all kinky matters that cross our minds. Today, we thought it'd be quite a bit of fun to speak about what comes across our inboxes. So we're talking about the emails that we get from submissives, potential play partners, and creepy perverts. We do love the emails. But we thought it'd be interesting to talk about a few of them. So exacting one, what have you got in your inbox? I'm going to say the first thing that really gets my attention is when I get an email from, say, Iran or India or Finland, and they say, oh, I can't wait to serve you, goddess, and and whatever. And I'm going, okay, seriously, you're 17,000 miles away in a global pandemic, I don't know about you guys, but we've got closed borders here. Mm. What are you thinking? Yes, we do get a lot from, I get a lot from India Uh um, in particular and Uh Pakistan Mm -hmm. and they want to serve. So I don't, I have to be honest, I don't answer those ones because I want real life. Well, and it's it's very clear in my profile that I only do real life. I'm mm. not interested in online training. I know others do it, but it's not for me. Mm. Um, and yeah, I I would say I probably get 20 emails a week that are outside of Australia. Wow, that's, a lot. That's impressive. That's a lot. I I think I need to up my game a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, so and the way that my profile reads. I don't put constraints on people's age other than that they must be of legal age. Mm. Although my personal preference is that they're going to be within 10 years of myself. Mm. So, you know, somewhere between 40 and 60 ish. And yeah, so I don't put constraints on whether they're het or bi or whatever. Mm hmm. I don't mind if they are cross-dressers. In fact, uh, one of my current submissives is a cross-dresser, and I have rarely met as as good a submissive in, mm. in my time of doing this. Yeah. So I don't, you know, my, my focus is that they be willing and able to serve mm. in, you know, whether that's in one specific way or in a number of ways. Mm. Do, you, do you think that the, the people who apply to serve or to be a submissive or to be a potential play partner from a country that's on the other side of the planet mm. um, is really living a, a fantasy life? I think that they are not being honest with themselves as to what they can accomplish. Mm. A lot of them put that they're willing to relocate, but when you try to discuss that further with them, they don't actually have the resources to relocate. Mm. They seem to think that I should like, if they want to sponsor. put the bill for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and you're right. Mm. They do need a sponsor mm. unless they are a, a specific skill and highly skilled. They do need a sponsor to come mm. here. So, yeah, I I think that a lot of times they're not being realistic with themselves. Mm. I had one that was, oh, gosh, I think it was 67, 68, something like that. 
and he was saying to me that he wanted to to come here and, and I said well there's some things that you need to be aware of as far as a visa goes. This is how much it's going to cost you. And he's gone, oh, my God, I had no idea. Well, you should have checked into that. Mm, before you committed to relocating. Yeah. I mm. mean, and I've said to him, this is the website you go to. Go and look it up. And he's come back and he's gone, oh, my God. But then he still wants to continue having this conversation. And I'm going, no, you've, you've already told me you don't have the resources to do this. And why would I spend that amount of money on a submissive when Australia is full of good submissives? Absolutely. And look, for people who are listening to this, you know, from, from other countries, we're not saying that online relationships can't work. I mean, realistically, we've just ended, well that most of the world is still in the pandemic. In Australia, we're, we're pretty much at the end of it. And there's been some really fun online antics recently. But I think that both Exacting One and I are fairly adamant in our profiles that we actually want real-life relationships. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, and I mean, I'm a bit fortunate in that I don't actually get – the 20 a week that you're getting <laughs> from people from other parts of the world. I predominantly get emails from locals who have read my profile, know that I'm local and then send me emails. But I still do get some very bizarre messages. So it was very, very difficult to sort of target what was the um, the most outstanding message that I've got. But probably if I just take it from the last month, I would have to say that Balloon Boy is my absolute favourite. So Balloon Boy is an email that I've received probably every couple of months for about six months. And he sends me a lovely message. And the message content is really respectful and really lovely. But the only thing that Balloon Boy wants is to be in a room full of balloons. And it does. As you do. Mm. <laughs> you know, each to their own. I'm not really into blowing up a hundred balloons and then watching somebody roll around on the floor with these balloons. So I very politely say, thank you for your email. You know, you'd be better off trying to find somebody else. And I love it that he's a repeat customer. And I'm not sure whether <laughs> it it's that he completely forgets that he's already emailed me or whether he is sincerely just trying again but it is always the same email it's never added on to the email he's already sent me it's a new a new thread so that's probably my most interesting one in the last sort of two months what have you had that's been interesting in the last two months um, the last two months, I really, I, I would actually rather talk about one that was a little before the last two months. Okay. Well, um, we can talk about whatever you want. This is my, our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was Blackmail Boy. Oh, yeah. I remember, remember Blackmail Black Black Boy? Yeah. I do. So he wants to be blackmailed into becoming a female. And he also wants me to force him to sign uh, or to make him sign all of his business is over to me. Mm -hmm. um, and he sent me some very compromising photographs. Mm -hmm. But he's just 
well, he was a special kind of special. Mm. And financial ruination, like it's, it's just seems to be a fantasy that many men have. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's, but the thing is that I suppose there are a lot of women that would take advantage of that. Um, I think that there are. Mm. And I think that I'm not one of them. You're not one of them, but it is fun to talk about him. Yes. And <laughs> and, it, and it is fun to imagine doing those things. But, you know, we're real life people and we don't actually ruin people's lives. No. So, but the other thing is that that is actually a terminal fantasy. So if, if the reality of it became true and you were blackmailing him and you were taking over his company and taking over all his accounts, there's a moment in time in the not too distant future where all of his funds are going to run out and the ability to blackmail him anymore will be finished. And that's it. End of transaction. Oh, but wait, once I've forced him to become a female, Mm. I am then supposed to sell him off to somebody as a female. Oh, I know. Right. Oh, so the little black market. Yes. The little black market. Um, and, you know, there is a part of me that would really love to sell him off to somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah. Quite an extravagant location. <laughs> well, I personally uh, was was trained by a Middle Eastern master, and I just know he doesn't have the stamina for what the way that I was trained. I, I just, mm. I, I've got to be honest, he irritated me enough that, yeah, I would love to have, see him have to go through that. Oh, so, so, you know, sometimes these messages that come through our inbox, they do provide us with little fantasies that fill our head with all the things that we could potentially do. Yes. But the reality is a lot of them aren't going to actually ever come to fruition. But we really do enjoy your emails. Please send us an email. Oh, I have one that I keep getting. Like, I'm not sure if he has forgotten that he's emailed me or if he's just – um you know, keeps hoping that I'll change my mind, but he's wearing, he's wearing a pair of pants that are, oh, you can, you can kind of see through them. They're almost like tight, but Mm. not, they're not opaque, but they're not translucent either. So they don't show enough to like really know what's going on, but but you can tell where the butthole is. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. And well, complete different direction than I was thinking. <laughs> no, no, no. He's on his hands and knees and is, and is you know, I every time I open the damn email, I am greeted by this guy's butthole. Mm. And, and I'm just like, I'm like, what are you, a fucking cat? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> and I've, I've spoken to him about... You know, look, this is not my favorite way to, to open my email. Could mm. you could you kindly stop that? And, mm. and he's like, but I'm more than just a butthole. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> but your picture doesn't say that. Not, not from my point of view, you're not. <laughs> mm. And we do, we do get some funny ones. I get lots of re- repeats, as I said earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, lots, of, lots of people who say that they've met me in, like, I, I met you at an event and I'm like, oh, God, I am so bad with faces. I am so bad. Well, no, I'm not bad with faces. I actually remember faces and I remember but what you, people were wearing. I have no idea what people's names are. Yeah, and I mean, how, you can't see their face in the email. No. Well, I can't see their face in the email. But also when I'm in an event, you know, I'm, I'm 
apparently quite scary when I'm looking across a room, but it's probably because I actually can't see you because I don't wear my glasses to events. <laughs> and so I'm just sort of staring in the distance, squinting a little bit to say, hmm, is that person familiar? So when I get an email to say, hi, Miss Sugar Spice, I met you at an event and I, you know, was, was, oh, I can't even think what they say, but you know, please don't open with I met you at an event because I probably won't remember you. And, you know, probably something about you were doing X, Y, and Z would be much better for me because I actually can, you know, my, my memories are tailored around what I was doing at a particular time. So you were spanking a delicious submissive bottom and I'll go, oh, I know who you were. You were standing three on the left. Yes, yes. This is going to get my conversation going. I suppose, you know, something that I want to talk about is creepy submissives. Oh, so, yeah. so, you know, we were having a bit of a giggle before the show about um, one that, that I just recently received, like today, and literally it said, hello, mistress, I want to eat your asshole all day. <laughs> so this, this is the entire context of the um, email. There is no other subject matter. There is no, I have read your profile. There is no, I understand what you want. So, so these types of emails are really not effective. So I just want to sort of put it out there that there are effective emails to dominance and there are non-effective emails to dominance. So, and probably, you know, the last thing that I want to talk about from my personal experiences would be the emails that I get from dominant men wanting oh, to convert me. Oh, no, no. I, I get them from dominant men wanting to submit. And they want what they want is for, for me to dominate them. Most of the time they say something along the lines of, um, oh, I've been a dominant for so many years. And, you know, lately I've just been wanting to see what it's like on the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Mm. But when we start to have a conversation, don't try to power struggle with me. Mm. Yeah. Because that that does not imply to me that you are in any way wanting to submit. Yeah. It, it actually kind of more implies the opposite. Yeah, that they're still wanting to remain dominant. I get the emails that are, hi, I've read your profile. I noticed that you're a dominant. I would really like to play with you, but I'm a dominant man. Do you think you could submit to me? Or all women are, domin- are submissive, and therefore if you play with me, you will find your true submiss- submission. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding? Um, the thing that I find interesting is most of these people are between the ages of 19 and 25. <laughs> um, and you know my age isn't accurate on my my profile I am not 69 but only on the weekends uh, on the weekends I'm <laughs> definitely definitely uh, but 19 to 25 year olds that are trying to show a mature woman their place as a submissive that is a, such a huge turnoff for mm. me Mm. So it is quite funny reading their emails and seeing how confident they are that they could actually turn me into a submissive. Without even knowing you, that's the part that gets me. Yeah. 
and and they def, like most of them have definitely read my 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 profile because they will bring up some of my kinks or they will um, you know refer to my partner and say you know well he can watch mm. I'm sure that he wouldn't like to watch me be dominated in inverted commas. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't get a lot of this. Um because I can't imagine walking up to a male dominant and saying, Submit to me. Oh, I do that all the time to a male dominant in the male scene. In the Melbourne scene. Well every time I see him I say you'll be on your knees one day. <laughs> it's a bit of an ongoing joke, actually. Okay, but you wouldn't you wouldn't do that like seriously to somebody you didn't know. Absolutely not. I'd be petrified. I might be up on that cross. Like, <laughs> I can be overpowered very easily. I just, yeah, I, I just, I, I feel like it's it's so disrespectful. And I feel like a lot of the emails that I get are kind of disrespectful, you know, when they jump right into telling me what they want without yeah. even so much as, hello, how are you? How are things going? You know, or... Oh, wow, I read your profile, and I feel like we have a lot in common. I mean, mm. just common courtesy. Well, they're the emails that I actually read. They're the emails I actually respond to. Mm. So where they have identified that we have commonalities, that we have similar interests, that we might have similar friends, they're the emails I read. The emails that say, I'm a submissive, I'll do anything that you want me to just – you know, say the word, do you want to meet? Mm. No, like I haven't even, I'm not meeting somebody that I haven't even conversed with. Mm-hmm. And, and two, I feel like that if you can't show me basic common courtesy in email, mm. then you're certainly not going to be showing me common courtesy in person. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do find that a lot of, emails breach, you know, and I don't, I don't really like to say this, but they do breach consent. So I, I, when I open my inbox, I, I quite often are, are subject to things that I just don't want to know about people or I don't want to see or I don't want to hear. And it's like this is, this is not what, what I signed up for and this is not what I'm looking for. Exactly, exactly. So I suppose the next thing I actually want to talk about is some messages that my very straight partner receives. So anybody, anybody that knows me knows that I'm in a relationship with a straight male brat. Now, he also is a service top and he is very much into rope and fetish photography. So he has a very interesting time with messages and anybody who is friends with him on Facebook will probably have seen many of the messages that he gets from his potential play partners, predominantly <laughs> male submissives who believe with all of their heart that he is a mistress because his photos consist of predominantly female. He does have male photography as well. Predominantly female girls in kinky fetish wear, usually tied up in some way. There's usually some rope involved. And he gets all these messages. Mistress, I want to serve you. <laughs> and he says, 
really, how would you like to do that? I'll do anything, they say. And this is a general. They all seem to have the same. They follow the same pattern. I'll do anything. And his standard response for every single one of them and his goal in life is to get one of them, just one, to actually do this is if you'll do anything, shave off your eyebrows (laughs) and send me a photo. So to date, He's not had much luck. Usually when he asks people to say shave off their eyebrows, they say, oh, but I can't. My work, my X, my Y, my Z. And he says, if you really want to be my submissive, you will shave off your eyebrows. Now, I find this hysterical because very clearly he is a male. Mm-hmm. Very clearly he is a well, not, maybe not so clearly. He is a submissive male. He is a service top. And I can't understand why he gets these repeat male-only submissives applying to his Instagram page. Now, here's the thing. I could see why someone might think he was a dominant in person, Because they might have seen him topping Mm. or roping or whatever. Mm. But his profile is very clear. Very clear. So it's like like they've only looked at the pictures and they haven't read a word. They only look at the pictures. Mm. That's all they do. But that being said, you you are right. In, In real life, when he tops, and this has happened, he has topped a a young girl, he's tied her up, he's given her a lovely experience, and she's floated away and said to her friends, oh, I want him to be my dom, to which I giggle because that would never happen. (laughs) It's not in his DNA. but It's um, it's really not. Um, In fact, I I feel like that he does the topping as part of his own form of service. Absolutely. It is a form of, topping is a form of service. Mm. When when we look at it, it is actually giving somebody an experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and he does it very, very well. So, yeah, so that is quite hysterical. I find that very hysterical. That actually tops many of my messages. So what else have we got in our inbox? Creepy submissives. What about the creepy ones? Yeah. There are some that are really downright scary. Oh, I haven't had any super scary ones in a while. I did have one at one point that wanted to cut my skin and fuck the cut. Oh, And I was just like, okay, I'm going to be reporting this conversation to the FBI. (laughs) Oh, that's one I've never heard before. That was was a bit distressing, yeah. Fuck your cut. Yeah, yeah. That one was pretty gross. Yeah, so I suppose the next thing that we we really want to have a talk about is, you know, we've discussed what is disrespectful emailing or not appropriate. What is respectful emailing? And when I refer to emailing, I actually mean messaging, emailing, conversations in person, just general communication with a dominant. Okay. You know, a lot of, um, and I see this particularly with newer dominants mm-hmm. um, and, and dominants that do not have any kind of formal training, mm-hmm. which is not to say that they're any less or anything like that, but just that that has been my observation. They want to be called master or sir, or daddy, or mistress, or whatever. 
they want that formal title. Yeah. My training is that unless a person has earned a title in the the leather community, the only person that really needs to address them by that by a title is their submissive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if a submissive says to you, look, I'm, I'm really not comfortable calling you by your first name. Could I, could I please call you something else? Then I'll say, oh, look, you can call me miss or, you, mm-hmm. can, you know, but uh, in specific, the word mistress, I only like to hear that from my submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, Generally, they, they call me Miss. <laughs> mm. I don't like the word Mistress yeah. at all. I think yeah. we've already discussed this. Yeah. I prefer ma'am. But, so if we're talking about your first initial message to somebody that has piqued your interest, what would be the standout points that you would have as advice for new submissives? Uh, tell me exactly what it was that you saw in my profile that drew your attention. Mm. or what it is that you think we might have in common. Absolutely. And, you know, it's fine to say, hello, miss, or hello, exacting one. I read your profile, and I noticed that you're interested in X, Y, Z. And those things have been particular interests of mine for, you know, several years. And I was wondering if you would mind having a chat about it. Mm. Oh, that's a perfect email. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, Things don't have to be long and complicated. No. I do get some really long emails that I do read them all the way to the end if they're, you know, targeting what I'm interested in and, and that we might be in a similar loca- similar location, that we might have, you know, mutual friends. I do read them, but they don't have to be long to be effective. And I, I think that you're 100% right. You know, that that short, sweet message of we have some things in common. I have read your profile. I cannot stress this enough. I have read your profile because there's nothing worse than somebody actually not reading your profile and then, you know, you get five or six or seven, you know, emails in and then you realize you're actually on different pages. Mm -hmm. So I think that my profile is pretty clear about what I want not what I expect because I expect different things from different people and I like to play with brats and you can't really expect, you know, you have to expect the unexpected when you play with brats. So I think, you know, just targeting some common interests and being respectful is really good. I don't want to, I'm a dominant woman. I don't want to hear how many different ways you want to fuck me because (laughs) the likelihood is you're never going to fuck me. Yeah, so I am more likely to respond to an email that is short, sweet, respectful and targets a few common interests. And the other thing I just want to say is don't send the same email. Over and over and over over, And not even over and over and over again, but to every dominant woman that you come across. You know, there are submissives that sort of stalk groups and go, oh, look at all these dominant women, and they send the same email to every single person. I've been the reciprocant of some that are actually addressed to somebody else. And it's like, you know what, if you are going to copy and paste and you don't have time to make it an individual email to me, then it's not worth my time. Yep. Well, I think that just about wraps us up for today. That went super quick. 
It sure did. Oh. But I'm looking forward to the next one. Me too. I wonder what we're going to talk about. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. So we'd like to thank you for joining us for our Kinky Conversations today. And we'd like to start by thanking all of our Kinky supporters. Classic Ties, held at the club on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Southeast Bush Bunnies, for when you just need to be naked in nature and all tied up. JS Alternative Photography, Lux Latex and Leather Polish and Care, and the club, Melbourne's only dedicated kink venue. For further information on these businesses, please visit our show notes.